All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Thursday, September 8th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. So, Clayton, we're going to be talking about the movies and the weekend that is this upcoming Friday, September 9th. We got a couple of movies coming out this weekend. And uh, I don't know, you know, the question now is, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how the streak ended, you know, that Mm -hmm. long streak of there always being something that made at least $10 million for the weekend. And now we've gone two straight weekends where not a movie has cracked double digits. So, yes, the I mean, the first question for this weekend, we've got the horror movie directed by Zach Kreger of The Whitest Kid You Know, Barbarian, coming out this weekend. Is that going to be a new movie that gets us to a $10 million opening weekend? You know, the big question is, will we start a new streak or does the 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 bad streak of no ten million dollar movies continue? Well, do you want me to do you want me to give my answer? Well, I mean that's the question. That's the the question hanging over our heads. I guess this weekend, unless you think there is there a bigger question hanging over our heads. I mean, listen, no, the queen is no. dead. The queen is, queen dead. is dead. So, I guess here's a question: How does that affect? movie going this weekend you know the queen of england has passed the queen of england is no more we've got a new king right we've got king charles we've got queen camilla they're gonna be we don't have any kings or queens okay like just just be specific we don't have anything the uk does but the world cares the world cares in the sense that they care about watching the crown Okay, and they're they're thinking, oh, who's who are they going to cast for the Queen's dead body when that season comes around? Right. That's what these Americans are thinking, right? Well, listen, listen, mm-hmm. you're you're saying what you're saying is, will Anglophiles? That's mm-hmm. the correct term, right? Yeah, and listen, I was just in London, so maybe this hits closer to home for me than it does for most. Definitely more so than it does for Plain Billies and Earth Dogs. Yeah, that, well, I mean that's a, that. I mean that's a big thing. Is like they're not. They're not going to care. Right, right. But the Anglophiles, mm-hmm. will they care? Will they right. be too sad to go see Barbarian? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is your mm-hmm. question. And, or, and will will they be too riveted to the coverage? Because this is a big news event. You know, mm-hmm. this is, uh, you know, JFK Jr.'s plane. This is, you know, that that type of event where people remember when the JFK Jr. had the oh, plane. I remember, I remember. And, you know, people, they stay home. They flip through the news channels when something like this happens. You know, Johnny Carson passing. You stay home. You're watching the news coverage. You're seeing the clip of the guy throwing the tomahawk, uh, you know, in the crotch. That that clip. You're watching that clip over and over again all weekend. So him getting peed on by a lemur. Right. Right. You stay home and you watch that because it's a big event. So Queen Elizabeth, the queen is dead. Do people this weekend, rather than go to the movies, do they stay home, watch the news channels, watch all the famous clips of, oh, remember when Queen Elizabeth waved 20 years ago? Remember when Queen Elizabeth waved when the Beatles came out? Remember when Queen Elizabeth waved? you know, during the, uh, you know, the Reagan 80s, you know, whatever, all these famous clips of Queen Elizabeth, 
are people going to stay home and watch that coverage and not go to see Barbarian? Well, was it Naked Gun 1 or Naked Gun 2.5 that had the queen in it? Not the real queen, but someone playing the queen? The first one. I think Naked Gun 1 is the one where Reggie... falls on her. Yeah, where Reggie Jackson is is uh, programmed to try and murder the queen yes. at a baseball game, and and it, I think it's important to state, you know, to to make sure people understand what you said. Queen Elizabeth didn't play herself in the Naked no. Gun movie. No, no, no. Uh, but will people stay home and watch that? Right, as a tribute, possibly. Possibly. I mean, that's a, that's a fun little Saturday night as you rewatch Naked Gun in honor of Queen Elizabeth's passing. Uh, it's a big event, you know, well, and is big the events funeral this weekend is the funeral this weekend. I don't think the funeral is this weekend, is it? So so uh, according to my wife, I asked her this tonight at dinner. Is the funeral tomorrow? Is it tonight? Did I miss it already? And she said it's a 10 day event. That's what it's going to be. A 10 day starting tomorrow. I think that it's a 10 day event out there. So I don't know if that means the funerals one day or if they are, you know, moving the body around from town to town for 10 days straight, you know, some kind Mm -hmm. of like traveling, you know, like a circus in the old days where it goes, you know, so I don't know if it's, if it's a circus like funeral where they just carry the body around uh, the UK for 10 days, but it, it's a big deal. And obviously, like you said, she's not our queen, but people are going to be watching coverage of it this weekend. And I don't know how much of a factor that'll have on the box office. Well, I will tell you one thing mm-hmm. that more people know about the queen dying than know about barbarian opening this weekend. Right. Because there has been so little promotion mm-hmm. for this film yeah that it's getting great reviews 93 percent on rotten tomatoes listen we're not critics and you can't always listen to critics but that was an important thing for this movie right to have great reviews right right it was right. one step it was one step it was one miracle in a series of miracles that make a movie a sleeper box office hit right and it had that it's got that going for it Right. So that's good. But nobody knows this thing's opening. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have the promotional heft that Queen Elizabeth's sickness had. Because even mm-hmm. forget just the death, like the coverage of her being sick was it was very it was a very well promoted illness so that it, it, it really built to the death in a big way where the awareness for the death is off the charts. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's something barbarian, I guess needed to take a lesson from, I mean, the movie hasn't come out yet. Maybe it will be a a big hit, but it seems like it will be in spite of the promotion for the movie though. The trailer was good. You know, the, the poster for this, I like a lot. So like the 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 raw materials are there, but it just comes down to plastering that all over your TV, all over your internet, and we're not seeing it in a big way. Well, at this point, it's tracking at the same level as the invitation. Okay, which opened a few weeks ago. 
mm-hmm. at, for at seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like Barbarian is a little bit buzzier, but I don't think it has enough buzz and is in enough theaters to right. get it over that ten million dollar number to start this streak because it's opening right now to 2340 theaters. Mhm. Mhm. So that's not a ton. I mean the invitation is in 3000 theaters. Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, I I mean I want this movie to do well. I'm very excited for this movie. We were yeah. just talking we we're talking at the water cooler beforehand that we both are very excited. You almost saw it tonight. I almost I, uh, saw it tonight, but you know what? I just got wrapped up talking to my wife about the queen dying. So already the queen's uh, death. It's not the only reason I was like a little tired. There's a yeah. lot of work today, all that. But partially I didn't go because we just were talking about the queen's death. Mm-hmm. You know, and then by the time we were done, I was like, that's going to be too late to make the showing. And then I got to be out later. So it just and- couldn't make it work. But I think Queen Elizabeth's death, maybe give her credit for, for me not seeing that barbarian tonight, not buying that ticket. And this speaks to a larger issue Disney has with promoting these t- 20th century studio films. Yes. They just don't do it. I mean, yes. in the Box Office Pro article, they mention only two films that really got a push, and that was Free Guy and West Side mm. Story. And mm. obviously, the reason why Free Guy got a push is because Ryan Reynolds and Spielberg is going to get whatever he needs to try and make West Side Story a hit, which right. it wasn't. Right. But they at least put a little bit. I mean, we knew West Side Story was coming out. Yes, hundred percent. That movie was coming out on Christmas. We knew Free Guy was coming out. Right, and Free Guy is so much more of what a Disney movie would be. It's a family yes. movie. It's very Marvel esque. You know, if Free mm-hmm. Guy had been an MCU movie, you wouldn't have been surprised. Whereas something yeah. like Barbarian is so out of the wheelhouse of what Disney does well. You know, horror movies by sketch comedy players from the early 2000s is not the the kind of movie you think of when you think of Walt Disney Pictures. Well, another film that that you don't think of when you think of Walt Disney Pictures, which they're distributing this weekend as well, is Brahmastra Part 1, Shiva, Mm -hmm. which has an outside chance... Of being number one, even though it's only opening in 810 theaters. Okay. RRR opened to 9.5 in 1,200 theaters. Okay. And I mean, I'm looking at, and, and this is a, a give credit to wannabe old boy Austin for throwing these comps out. You know, another Bollywood movie, Bahuhabali to the conclusion Bahubali, Bahubali 2, the conclusion in 2017. That movie opened in April 2017 in only 419 theaters, and it made $10.4 million opening weekend. That's crazy. 
So these Bollywood foreign movies, it's the same thing as, you know, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the, you know, in these anime films. These movies that are super niche have a very niche audience. They could open really big because that audience will all come out on opening weekend. And it's going to have some PLFs and IMAX. So I think that's going to also help it. Right, right. And I don't think, listen, I'm not going to get into anything political no, or, no. or whatever. I don't think the people going to see this movie care about the queen. Okay, I could see that. I mean, I, I would say that's probably the case for both of the big movies opening this weekend. I don't think the Barbarian crowd, which is probably going to be your younger gorehounds. If anything, that crowd is anti-queen. You know, they're, they're, they're the audience that's on Twitter saying, you know, good, good. The old bag is dead, you know, off to see barbarians. I, I, I think it probably won't affect the younger barbarian crowd. You know, the queen's death. uh, Here's a movie that I'll say good for them that, the queen didn't die on their opening weekend where the crawdads sing. I think the yeah, queen dying rough. opening weekend of where the crawdads sing, you know, a more female centric, maybe a little older, you know, women in their thirties, that type of audience. They are to me more likely to want to watch some coverage of the 10 day funeral. Whereas I think the gore hounds for Barbarian, probably less so. But yeah, uh, women, women do go see horror movies. That's true. No, no, no. And listen, and gore hounds love a funeral. So you got to throw that in. Are there some gore hounds who do I watch Barbarian or do I watch them drag the the queen, you know, from town to town? Because that could be pretty, you know, it listen, me and you know. That's probably not going to be gory, but you may have some younger people who think, oh, this could be a gore fest, this queen funeral. Well, so you were talking about Malignant, which opened this time last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the the thing to know. The Warner Mm -hmm. horror spot that was vacated by Salem's Lot. Yeah, this year, yes. This was supposed to be I mean, this was the this was the slot that I think it, you know, it chapter two, the nun. There was a stretch for about three years in a row where Warner Brothers opened big horror movies the weekend after Labor Day and saw big results. I mean, especially with the it movies, you know, the it started it movies, with the original it, right? Yeah. I mean, not the original it, but the original theatrical it as yeah. opposed to the TV miniseries it. Yeah. And, and, and it, it really seemed like there, we had had, we had a new movie holiday. We, the new movie holiday was the weekend after labor day, big horror movies, specifically from Warner brothers. And, and people were starting to, look at that as a yearly event and obviously that's dissipated last year it was malignant in that spot you know would it make seven million eight million dollar opening weekend oh i think malignant did horribly actually did it did it cry macho i think it did let's see malignant oh yeah you're right malignant 
opening weekend in this slot last year made 5.4 million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not exactly crying macho, but it ain't far. No, no. It's it's tearing macho, possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, not a full cry, but but definitely a macho tear. Um, so I mean, this slot unfortunately starts to lose prestige mm. now that we're not getting another big hit. Salem's Lot was supposed to be maybe the movie that brings prestige here, a Stephen King adaptation, Warner Brothers had some name recognition. But once that moved and, you know, Fox slash Disney moved Barbarian here, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if this holiday has become so ingrained enough that people know I got to go do my duty, see a horror movie the weekend after Labor Day. So you think that Zach Krieger from The Whitest Kids You Know, also the co-star of Miss March. Yes, yes. And the TBS series Wrecked. Mm -hmm. You think, TBS or TNT, whichever one, you think that... I would guess TBS because very funny. Yeah. You you think Stephen King has more name recognition? Than Zach Craiger? I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Okay. I think it in the horror space. In the horror okay. space for sure. Okay. In the in the, you know, early two thousands, uh lower tier basic cable channel sketch comedy space. I'd go Zach Krieger over Stephen King, but in the horror mm-hmm. space specifically, yeah, I think Stephen King's Salem's Lot has had more name value than Barbarian. But I, I think mean, that's fair. I think that's fair. I think that's exceedingly fair. You know, we've seen a tale of two cities in the last couple of years when it comes to comedy people writing and directing horror films. We, of course, uh, you know, what was it, 2017? One of the biggest successes in that space was Jordan Peele, former sketch comedian, wrote and directed Get Out. Movie was a gigantic, iconic hit. You know, made, what, 170 domestic, a couple hundred million worldwide. Then he makes us, same thing. And nope, this summer made over 100 million domestic as an original movie. So there's a success, Jordan Peele. But we also saw this summer, B.J. Novak, comedian. He wrote and directed a horror thriller called Vengeance. And that movie... to 1.7. Right. Legged out to 4.2, but it only opened in... 998 theaters and okay. it maxed out at a thousand theaters. So Barbarian is definitely a bigger release. Right. But those are the tale of two cities when it comes to comedians moving into the horror writer director space, which where do you think Zach Krieger and Barbarian will fall closer to? Oh, I mean, I think it's a slam doink that this isn't doing, this isn't doing vengeance numbers. I mean, I think it's going to be closer to the invitation. Okay. And But I do think it'll... I, I think amongst people who are going to want to see this movie, like ourselves... Right. ...who do the research, who know when these movies are coming out, I do think there's more interest in this than there is in the invitation. 
Yes. And so I do think that it's going to make eight or nine. I don't think it makes over 10. I mean, all right, let's get, you know, let's get to the big question then. Will anything make 10? Because if we don't think the bar, that barbarian is going to make 10, then we're looking at another movie possibly to make 10. We're looking at, and what is the name of the movie again? Brahmastra. Brahmastra Part 1 Shiva. Brahmastra Part 1. Can Brahmastra Part 1 do it? I mean, Bahubali 2 made $10 million in its opening weekend in 2017. RRR did not get to $10 million, but it got close in its opening weekend. It made $9.5 million just this past March. It opened against the Lost City same weekend, and it made $9.5 mm-hmm. million. So weirdly, Box Office Pro, their yeah. range for Barbarian is anywhere from six to eleven. Okay. Million dollars. Their range for Brahmastra Part One, Shiva, is mm-hmm. three to six, which I think is low. That's low. I mean, here's the thing is do they have they heard bad buzz on this movie? Because listen, we're doing the thing of we're just putting all these Bollywood movies that open in the states in one bucket. True. There's a so, there's a quality problem. There's a quality question here. Right. I mean, something like RRR really broke through more so on Netflix in the states than at the movie theater. But like that's obviously a movie that had something special. People are talking about it. You know, does Bra Mastra have that or is it maybe not that good? Who knows? I mean, we haven't seen these this film, so we can't say, but maybe it doesn't have as much buzz within that space. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think you got to go with the comps that are out there and the comps that are out there lend this movie towards maybe getting close to $10 million. Well, here's a plus for it. It's going to be released in the IMAXs right. and your PLS, which is big, which is not, Barbarian is not getting that release. Right. Here's the thing, though. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. This film was originally planned to be released on December 23rd, 2016. Wow. It was delayed for several years. In October 2017, the film was announced for a August 15th, 2019 release, then pushed to Christmas 2019, then summer of 2020, due to pending work on the visual effects and music, and then in February 2020, its release date was was announced as December 2020. However, the pandemic hit India, and the release was delayed indefinitely. In December 2021... A final release date of September 9th, 2022 was announced. And after all that, what I can say is, is this thing stale? Wow. Does it have a sense of mustiness that we don't know about? Are so people, this movie has been completed for years. I think not fully completed because it had to have some VX uh, stuff done. Right. And that may have gotten delayed over COVID, but is this musty? Are we looking at something? Because, I mean, Maverick was delayed. Right. And we would forget that movie was was filmed in 2019. 
but that's still only three years ago. This movie, it seemed like, was filmed in 2016. Yeah, let me see where the fil- when the filming actually started on this thing. I mean, this seems like a King's Daughter situation. Well, it was, which we it had was, this okay. past... Okay. It was announced in 2016, and principal photography began in February 2018. So Okay, so, so they filmed it in 2018, 2019. So it's... It's musty, but it's not King's Daughter musty. I mean, that's the Pierce Brosnan movie that was filmed in 2014 and came out this past January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, we're not talking that musty, but still, there's a mustiness factor here. Right, right, That needs to be taken into account. Right, right. But promotional, Disney's promotion. I mean, I don't, I haven't seen anything for this, but like, who knows? Is Disney really promoting this? in channels that we're not aware of. Right. So right. really put some muscle behind it. Right. Yeah. I mean, do do we want to give our predictions for the weekend? I mean, let's, let's do, do let's it. Let's get into it. All right, let's throw out first Barbarian. Wait, so wait, where are you where are you coming down on Barbarian? What's the number? Well, so Box Office Pro is saying eight, and I'm kind of on board with that. I feel like it's a little bit it's it's going to be over in the invitation. Mm-hmm. And I might go as high as nine. I'm going to say it makes $9 million. You know what? I'm going to say I got faith in Zach Krieger, and I think it's going to hit 10. I think this is going to be the one that breaks the bad streak and starts a new good streak. I think this is our $10 million baby right here. But is it going to be number one? All right. Well, I'm going to do my top five then. Do it. I, I'm going to do my top five. So I am going with number one is Barbarian. I think okay, Barbarian wow. makes 10 million, 10.1. It's buzzy. I think the gore heads are not going to be satisfied just by watching the coverage of the Queen's funeral. They're going to want to see a movie. They're going to see Barbarian 10.1. Then number two. Uh, Brahmastra, I think, makes seven. I think it can make $7 million. Um, Maybe it's a little musty, but, I mean, RR and Bahubali, too, both made closer to 10, so I think that makes seven. And then I think it's Top Gun Maverick 3. No, you know what? I'm going to go number three is Bullet Train. All right. Bullet Train has been picking up during the week. So I think Bullet Train moves to number three. Maverick goes to number four. And then number five, DC League of Super Pets. Why not? Hanging around still. $86 really million hanging around. for that movie. Yeah, hanging around. I mean, even though The Rock isn't promoting and on his Instagram the way he should have, it's, it's still hanging around. So that's number five. So that's my top five. Okay, well then I'm I gotta do it because we, you know, it's 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 one of those things where the anime movies, those Crunchyroll movies, I always miss out on. Mm-hmm. I do think that this movie, Brahmaster Part One, Shiva, I think it is going to be number one. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be close. I think this movie makes ten. Wow! All right, we're both predicting ten. I like it. And then I think Barbarian makes nine to be number two. Okay. I got to go with my man, Cruz. 
with Top okay. Maverick at three, even though I do think there's a good chance that Bullet Train overtakes it. But I'm going to, at the moment, put Top Gun three, Bullet Train four, also DC League of Super Pets at five. And I think that Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff edition, drops like a rock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie's on cable. It's on, you know, it's... Yeah. It, uh, yeah, I, I think I think uh, that was a one weekend wonder that uh, re-release. So yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting weekend because there's two movies that are just could be uh, you know there's not a wild swing. Neither of them are going to make fifteen or twenty, but they they definitely could. There's I'd say there's a wide range for either one of them. I think the thing with Barbarian is that if people go see this movie and tell people about it, because there's one thing with promoting something beforehand. There's another thing with word of mouth. And I think if this movie is as good as the critics are saying, and people say it and tell their friends, this could have long legs. So it could start, it could open at nine, and then the next weekend it makes six or seven like i mean that's a possibility because there's really nothing big coming out for a little while so it will have its space it's the one movie for the horror hounds i mean the invitation was 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 declined as we said before Mm -hmm. so nobody's going to be saying well i'll go see that instead of this barbarian's the new kid on the block and definitely going to eat up any of the invitation business yeah yeah i mean we'll see i mean listen we're going to be back here on Monday going over the results. So we will have full coverage of Barbarian's opening weekend on our next episode. Yeah. So, Pat, where can they find us? You can, of course, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. We love getting your emails, love getting your predictions like we got from Boy Austin. So, Email us and email us your thoughts on on the queen. You know, did you watch the funeral? Are you excited for 10 days of funeral? Let us know the B.O. Boys podcast at gmail.com. Now, now, really quick, is there do you feel like there might be a, a fathom event in the future here? A fathom event of for the, the final funeral for the oh. final the, the 10th day where they shoot the the body into space or whatever they're going to do. Whatever they do. Or uh, or they're going to encrypt it in the top of Big Ben. Right, right. Or I she's mean she's going to she's going to replace the the knocker on the bell in Big Ben. Or no, what, I, no, that's not Big Ben is a clock tower, right? So maybe Big Ben she'll is be a clock like tower. The, she'll be one of the hands on the clock tower. I mean Yeah, you could you, do that with her. You could definitely do that. Um is this a fathom event, though? Is what I'm saying. Is the funeral for the queen, in all seriousness? Is it a fa- no, no? Seriously, is it a fathom event? I mean, do you add? Are you saying like adding like a riff tracks fa- fathom event? No, you know, no, like no, the no, mystery no. science theater guys, or just showing? No, we know that these fathom events do well, and right. concert fathom events, BTS, right, right, those right. sort of things. I'm talking. This is. You know, a look back at her life, right. highlights from the 10 days of, of uh, Queen Elizabeth's funeral, culminating in 
the actual funeral where everybody's going to be there. Adele's going to sing. Paul McCartney's going to be there, probably. That's when goes going to be singing Octopus's Garden for the Queen. I mean, that's the Fathom event. Right. Elton John will have a new version of Candle in the Wind. Yes, yes. I think, I think that's what it would need. It would need that level of spectacle and star power to make it big screen worthy. I think you know, it will. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea. And listen, I get movie theaters are booked way in advance, but you got a couple of days because I'm sure the big stuff isn't going to be day four. You know, Mm -hmm. the big stuff will be day nine or ten. So you got some lead time, especially if day ten falls on a Monday. I mean, I, I, I think that's a good idea to figure out some way of fathom eventizing the the uh, Queen Elizabeth's final funeral day. It's a good, it's a good idea. I mean, it'll sell popcorn or or you try and sell, you know, get I mean, I guess there's iced tea in the soda machines, but try and maybe get some kettles and sell some hot tea and yeah, just and heat up the iced tea. Heat up exactly. Heat up the iced tea. Yeah. Yeah. It's on I mean, the soda machine, you can t- just turn it from cold to hot. Right. There's right. got to be a way to do that. Just have hot water coming through, mixing with the tea instead of having cold water. It's a very right. easy tube replacement situation. Yeah. And then, yeah, and you get- can have figgy pudding. You can have toffee, popcorn. You can have whatever English-leaning. See, this is the kind of thing that we talk about with theaters is that you got to take right. advantage. Even if you're not going to have a Fathom event – Change your menu right. to celebrate the queen. Have some English candy. Muffins. Have some English. Have have something that is Anglo for the Anglophiles. Right, right. I mean, yeah. of course, you're going to pump. You're going to add probably like five times more sugar than they do because oh, the American course. diet is 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 all sugar. Yeah, but you can do that. Just add more sugar to that stuff. And I mean that's the kind of thing that they should be doing. We, you know, they had Cinema Day. Now it's Celebrate the Queen Day, right? right. And you've got a special English menu, right? Right. Uh, and and you have coming out in a week the the big movie coming out next Friday. Isn't the name of that movie? Is it The Woman King? Is that the is that the movie with uh, Viola Davis that's coming it's called out? The Woman King, but yeah. but that is not a good tie-in because I feel like they're fighting against colonizers. Colonizers, right? But just just the title, you know, the Queen died, and now celebrate by seeing the Woman King. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about what the queen really did or didn't do in her life or anything like that. But just, just based most surface level, the I queen like is this. dead. It's in the news. We got a movie called the woman King. There's gotta be some kind of natural tie in. You could do there. You say there's a new King. There's a new because King. There is a new King. And so you exactly right? King Charles there is a new King. king. But it's not. It's the the woman king. So you yes. switch it. So you do. You show him, and right. then record scratch. Right. And then boom. Viola Davis is like, guess what? Right. I'm the king, not I'm the new him. King. Yeah. I'm the new king. Right. And Charles is like, sure, sure. Right. Sure. Right. 
Yeah. Well, if, I mean, it's if great. you could get if you could get him in the no, promo, you, that would be huge. You get the that big puppet from DC Follies, and you have the Woman King cut it in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, there's that's yeah. I mean, the timing on that could be really good. The funeral's winding down. Charles is about to be sworn in or whatever they do to put his, you know, uh, knight him and make him the king, whatever their their custom is. But then the woman king is coming in. I mean, I, I would hope that the marketing team is already on this for the woman king. You, you have a commercial where you're like, you ask people at a theater, you show a picture of, of King Charles <laughs> and you say, would you rather have this king or this king, and it's Viola Davis in right. her badass garb. Yep. Who's gonna Who's gonna point at this pasty face English dude? Right. When you have an Oscar winning actress. Yep. Kicking ass over here. I mean, that's an ad. That's an, that's ad, an ad for this movie. That's an ad. Uh, but that is next weekend. I mean, that's God. That's how much we love the box office. We can't help but look ahead a whole week. Well, we're trying it's to help them. So exciting. They got to plan it now. They can't. They can't come up with this next Thursday when the movie's coming out. They got to get on these these new ads today. Call Viola and be like, "Listen, we need to do a reshoot. It's going to take two seconds. You're just going to chop a puppet of Charles's head off. Yeah, and that's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully they get on that. We will. We will definitely keep our eye out for those new woman king ads but in, until next time Pat, until next time there's nothing else to say except for we'll smell, we'll you, smell you at, at the, the box, box office. office nailed it nailed it <laughs>